What is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast 419. Before we get started, if you could subscribe, like, rate, do all of the things, even click the bell notification if you're watching on YouTube so you get notified. We got some really awesome content going to come out to y'all, and I promise you, you're not going to want to miss it. My name is Brian, and today, like always, I'm with Josh. Josh, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm excited about uh, today's topic because I think it's uh, relevant to really just, just about everybody literally every single person. So what are we talking about today? So we're talking about what, like, how do we respond? What do we do when things get hard? Yeah, that's, that's going to apply to everybody. Cause I mean, especially in this season where there's so many things that are uncertain, there's so many things that can happen. Times can be tough. Times can get hard. And so I know for me, I'm like a crab in this sense, Can't because wait for this. when things so get tough, I just got to go in my shell. I just got to hide. I got to get away. But that's just me because... Do you mean a turtle? No, crabs. You just have armor up at all times. I'm in. I like Ooh, it. That'll preach. That'll Come on. <laughs> maybe that says more about me than anything. Hey, listen, it's reality for some of us. I, I was thinking it. of a turtle. I'm going to be honest. That's all right. It's all right. Well, I think I think the thing that we're wrestling through, though, because right out of the gate, we have all kinds... Whether you believe in Jesus or not, there is a question that you have probably at some point wrestled with. Yeah. And it's why do bad why, why do bad things happen? Like, why do they need to happen? What's the point? Yeah, I mean, like, if there is a God, and, and people talk about this God, and he's good, and, like, why would I want to follow a God who has bad things happen or allows bad things to happen to, yeah. like, my family, to me? Why would I want to follow a God like that? Yeah, I think that's the challenge, man, because we're battling twofold right right now. Like, we don't want bad things to happen, but we also want free will. Right, yeah. like we we want to be able to choose for ourselves, and we want to be able to choose if we believe in in Jesus or not. We want to be able to choose if we go left or right. Yeah. Uh, and the reality is, uh, C.S. Lewis said it. I'm paraphrasing, but if I want to to have a choice for good, like there has to be a choice. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be another side to it. Yeah. Uh, and and then we can also, I mean, we could talk about the fall too, right? Like there's just a reality. Yeah. That that's the world we live in. Yeah, and and so because that's the world we live in, like what we're going to do is this could we could go on for for a long time. It's going to be another episode about this conversation. Yeah. So we're going to have another episode just for y'all talking about these things saying, "Hey, man, why do bad things happen to good people?" because that's kind of a philosophical and apologetic type question yeah. that deserves its own episode. But we're going to continue focusing on, man, when bad things happen, how do we respond and and, and why do these bad things happen? Yeah, and and I think it kind of comes down uh, to a, a simple heart posture question for me, right? Mm-hmm. Look, okay, so like, where is my heart in this? How am I responding is usually dictated uh, not so much of my circumstances, but of what's going on inside of me. So it's it's kind of like a lemon. So if I take a lemon, mm. right, and, and I squeeze it, what, Brian, what comes out? Um, it's going to be a palm tree. It comes out. No, no, I don't. I don't think. Got I don't, that one wrong. No, you nope. missed it. Uh, so lemon juice, right? So lemon juice. If I squeeze sense. a lemon, yep. the, what is inside comes out. Okay. Uh, and there's a reality in us, like when pressure is applied, when we're squeezed, when things get hard, when when there are hard times, which is a reality. Like Jesus promises it, right? Mm-hmm. Like hard times, it's a reality. Whether you're a follower or not, yeah, it's gonna happen. 
but when I'm squeezed, what comes out of me? Uh, and I think so often it can, it can be anger, bitterness, resentment, um, like flesh stuff, right? Like usually it's not joy. Yeah. Usually it's not like I'm like, oh man, I'm just so grateful that that I'm in this. Yeah. There's different things that come out. And like when you see people who are like that, where they're like, they're getting Mutants. pushed, they're getting Mutants. squeezed. Are you, you're like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like if something bad was happening to you. And I saw that, and you're like, man, I'm doing great. I'm like, good to go. Yeah, they're mutants. I'd be like, are like, you are you okay, Josh? Like, blink twice. Are you, no. Yeah, yeah. Is are you a okay? hostage? <laughs> Something, something's going on. Because the reality is that's usually not the default of people. No. Like, when hard things happen, like you said, what comes out of us is, is bitterness, anger. Um, and so what do we do if we're being squeezed and being pressed? Like, what should our default be? Yeah, well, I, I think our default is, again, what is inside of us. And so it's not so much... Hey, you know what you need to do, mm-hmm. Brian? You just need to be more joyful. Like that yeah. would be so frustrating if you were in the middle of it, and and that was the just response. choose joy. Yeah, just choose joy. Like there is a reality. Like so, so for me, um, I I believe it's Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, like the closer I am to Him, the more when I am squeezed, He is what comes out of me. Yeah. And so, like, because we look at Acts and we look at. All these disciples who are who are just actively getting persecuted. Yeah. And I'm seeing them rejoice. Like there's there's a scene where where Paul is like literally rejoicing over the fact that people just tried to kill him. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so so what is different about this dude than anybody else? Because that's yeah. not something that like, I'm not super excited by that like prospect of, yeah. of just oh you threw stones at me. That's the dude, thank you so much. Like that's that awesome. was what a delight. Dab you them are. up. Thank Come you. Come on. <laughs> it's like no. Um and the difference is proximity, like closeness to Christ. At least that, that that's what it is for me. Yeah. And and being able to look at it in the uh, the people of old, right? The, um, like the Pauls, the, the apostles that were with him, they were in proximity with Jesus. Like they got to be with Jesus. So what does it look like for us nowadays, you know, 2,021 years later, how do we look more like Jesus and spend that time and be in proximity with him. Yeah, and I, I think this is the win. I, I was actually wrestling through this in my quiet time, uh, I think it was yesterday, where it's just like the, the scene happens where where Peter is told by Jesus, like, hey, you guys are going to desert me, all 12 of you. And Peter's like puffs out his chest. He's like, dude, there's no, no way. way. Like, no, 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 I would, I would follow you even to death. Beating he said, yeah, he's good to go. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens? Like that, that, that next day, like, before the rooster crows, like mm-hmm. a little girl says, "Hey, do you know Jesus?" And he's like, "No, no, no," and he backs, shrinks back, right? Like he gets afraid, yeah, um, for his life. But then we fast forward, and then there's Peter again, and he's mm-hmm. he's going like he, he's getting ready to be executed. And he was like, "No, no, no," like like I'm with like he doesn't denounce Jesus once, yeah. And so I was I was wrestling in my quiet time because there's before when he's like, "Hey, I'm good to go," yeah. And then there's after where he's like, hey, I'm good to go. And then there's that in between where he's denying Jesus to a little girl. Mm-hmm. And and the wrestling for me was like, what's the difference? And the difference is he was with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Then Jesus is being crucified. He's not with Jesus anymore. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, it's even better, Jesus says, uh, because he's with the Holy Spirit. And he's caught up in the spirit of Christ and mm-hmm. the, the spirit of God. Uh, that he's really kind of like he's able to face those things in a different way. Yeah, because Jesus said when he left, it's better that I should leave so that you can get the Holy Spirit. And now it's not the people that are just around Jesus that get it. 
but everybody gets the Holy Spirit, you know, if you accept Christ Mm -hmm. um, in a sacrifice for you. And so we all get that opportunity to be in proximity with him because he lives inside of us as believers. And so spending more time with him, looking more like him, being in proximity with him really changes and dictates what comes out of you when these times get tough. Yeah, so often we get caught up in this this mentality of uh, of foxhole prayers too. So like kind of jumping back into hard times, like it's like, hey, things are bad, so I'm gonna pray, and like God, like take me out of this, right? Like God, take me out of this. Yeah. And there's a difference between saying, hey, God, take me out of this, and me saying, no, God, be with me in this. Yeah. Um, there had to be a heart shift for me. I remember like when I was serving in the army, uh, like it was frustrating at point like things were like like it's not like the commercials like it was it was really hard at points there were things that were super frustrating and I just didn't agree with and just lots lots of dynamics going on yeah and I wasn't alone like my entire like I was a team leader my whole team my squad like we they were struggling too and they came up to me multiple times they're like hey Josh why are you responding differently And, and that was an opportunity for me to say hey you know what let me let me tell you why yeah uh, like it's it's this dude that I'm with like it's not that he freed me from the storm it's not that I'm outside of this issue and my squad has to deal with it but I know Jesus so I'm out of it yeah. it's not I'm still in it it's just how I handle it looks differently yeah and I, I even think about it in that sense where you're not hiding it it's it's not like you're going through these things and you're saying man like everything is is all right like I know for me when times get tough um, if if like some circumstance is happening in my life my default is to just suppress it and hide it and say, man, things are fine. And the reality is that the things aren't fine, but it's how do you respond to it? And so having these people in community, whether it's your squad mates, whether um, it's your friends, whether it's your spouse, or maybe people that you do community with, there's such an importance that really is in community that Jesus ingrained in us to be vulnerable with one another and share these problems that we have so that when the things are going bad, you're not in the storm by yourself. Like Jesus is with you in that, but also in community, there's other people that you should have in your life that are willing to stand in that with you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that's an essential. And that, mm-hmm. that piece of vulnerability is so counterintuitive in yeah. today's culture, right? Like uh, we were talking about it before. There, there's there's a movie, uh, Hercules. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if, if you guys have ever seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's called Hercules. And it's, it's not good. <laughs> so don't, don't watch it. But there's a scene in it uh, where where Hercules is kind of like cut on the arm or something, and the okay. second command comes up and he covers it up. He says, "Hey, don't let them see you bleed." Mm-hmm. And that's the mentality of the world. Yeah, right? like that's a hey, like hey, if you bleed, mm-hmm. it's weakness. Yeah, if you bleed, you're not good enough. If you bleed, you're vulnerable, and they'll take advantage. And then there's this this other side though of like, hey, like God is like made whole and strengthened in our weakness. Yeah. And so like I have a responsibility to boast in my weakness. And so mm-hmm. part of that for me is fighting that culture and saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm not okay. This storm kind of sucks. Like yeah. it's it's not good right now. I'm not enjoying it, but at the same time, like I can still give God praise and I can give him glory and I can do it with him uh because man, like he's a good God. Yeah. It's not that he saves me from it but he's there with me in it. Mm-hmm. And we can see how much that is ingrained in culture because if I were to come up to you right now and I said, hey, Josh, how are you doing? You would probably say, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing fine. well. I'm good. Thanks for asking. You know, that's just courtesy. That's how we interact with people. But the reality is that we as people, like you said, are not meant to be vulnerable. That's not what culture teaches us because then it shows a different side. It shows a weakness mm-hmm. of us. And I know even in like, masculinity and what we what we teach oh, no guys doubt. 
that that's kind of the default. It's like you can't cry, you can't show these these weaknesses because you got to be strong. Yeah. Um, when in reality, like looking at the life of Jesus and the things that he did, like Jesus wept, Jesus cared for people, and Jesus also let other people in to what was going on with him internally. Yeah, no doubt, and and, and that's something that we have to battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other piece that that I want to clarify on here, Ryan, mm-hmm. is. I don't want the expectation to be that we are vulnerable with everyone. Like, like someone says, "Hey, how are you doing?" and you just yeah. kind of like word vomit on them. I was just like, "Hey," and, yeah. and, they're, and they, you don't even know them. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, "Hey, it's like, what this is just a Chili's, happened? ma'am. Like somebody, uh, somebody call nine one one. This person is unwell." Like, no, like that's not the heart behind this. Yeah. Uh, but there are like when we talk about you were mentioning community, mm-hmm. right, and and discipling relationships. Those are environments by design. Yeah. We are we we're supposed to be known. Like we're supposed to be accepted. Yeah. Like we're we're not supposed to have fear of rejection. Like those, mm-hmm. that th- that's an environment that is built um, for us to be able to be known in. Yeah. And so talking about it in community, because I know one thing I wrestled with when I was entering into community, when I was finding a church and really getting planted, was that I didn't want to bring other people, other oh, believers, yeah. my problems, because I, I don't want to make them carry that stuff. Like it, it's some heavy stuff. And they got their own problems, so I don't want to put this on them. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it's so easy, like because that's the enemy loves it. Like he loves to take truth and twist it. Yeah, like that's that's his gifting. And so, what's the truth? Is that you have a burden? Mm-hmm. What's the lie? Is that it'll be a burden for somebody else? I know that for me, this is je- something Jenny and I had to walk through. Okay. So my bride Jenny, um, she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, which is basically her immune system t- attacks her joints. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it leads to some really, really hard times for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, when she started out, um, she was on like different chemotherapy drugs. She was on all these different things because what they had to do is they had to weaken her immune system. So I bring all that up to say um, there was a point in our relationship just after she had been diagnosed where she hadn't brought up to me that she had been sick and wasn't feeling well. And we were long distance at that point. And so she really had to be honest about it for me to know about it. Yeah. Uh, and so then I, fi- I find out, and I was so frustrated. Um, and, and I had a conversation with her. I was just like, hey, when you hide that from me, mm-hmm. you are robbing me of the chance to be the servant that Jesus has called me to be. Wow. And and, and we had to make a deal right there on the spot that we've, we've honored since. And I've had to live by it too, which is hard. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm not sick very often. But when I am, like, I, I want to do the same thing. And the rule was, like, hey, when you're not feeling well, when you're struggling, you have to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a, like, you, you, you have to, like, be a burden. It's not a, like, hey, you, you need anything different in that moment. It's just I need to know where you are yeah. because I'm supposed to, like, bear you up. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to care for you. I'm supposed to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that in the way that God has designed it and, and called me to do it unless you're honest about where you are. Yeah, I like what you said, that you, uh, in doing that, uh, are getting robbed from the opportunity to really look like Jesus and be the hands and feet of Jesus to somebody. Um, and so not to say that it's a selfish thing to really hold those things back, but it is an opportunity for God to be glorified and for other people to bear um, bear the cross, bear the burden with one another like Jesus calls us to do. So if there's anything else, uh, maybe some practical steps that we can all take from this about, you know, when times get tough, what, what yeah. comes out of me? What, what is something that you would say to the, the viewers? Well, here's what, I, here's what I would say, and this is a g- great discipleship tool as well that, that I've done with several of the dudes that I disciple. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's really this eight, 
we want to be able to figure out what in our lives. It, it, oh, I'm so stuck right now. Yeah, we can really just <laughs> figure I just out. Just melted right there on the spot. I was all done. <laughs> you want me to pick it up? Yeah, yeah. And so, the the really cool thing about this conversation is that it is a discipleship conversation. Yep. Because there's going to be people who walk in your life that that have a voice and have a say in your life that can say, hey, you know, when times get tough for you, because you're going to be honest with them, but when those things get tough for you, what is it that's coming out of you? Because you may be saying like, hey, I I really just like see grace and I see peace in it, but then you're also going out um, to a bar and drinking so you don't feel these things. Sure. And those are hard things for you to come to on your own, but having people, um, maybe someone who's discipling you in your life, be able to point those things out in love so that you can look more like Jesus is super essential. And so if we were to go and maybe give them a tool or give them something that people can do uh, at home or maybe uh, with people that they care about, people that have a voice in their life, what is something that you would uh, recommend or give to them? Yeah, I, I would really just challenge them to be vulnerable in their circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so to not hide the storm, but to be honest about the storm and honest about where they are in it. Because um, there have been times where like, man, like I've been in the storm and I haven't been with Jesus and I haven't even wanted to walk with it. Like I'm frustrated with the dude. Yeah. Uh, and, and there are times where like, it's like, hey, I need to bring that to people uh, so that they can shepherd me towards Jesus in that, because I just don't want to in that moment. Yeah. Uh, and so the challenge for, for, for the, the audience, I, I would say, is really just like, hey, take those situations and be honest and be vulnerable and press into relationship and community mm-hmm. uh, so that we, so that you can grow in those situations. Yeah. And I, I just love this conversation because whether you're a student all the way to an, an adult, being vulnerable and having those relationships where that is yep. just so essential is something that's prevalent and it's never going to stop no matter what season of life we're in. Yeah, and I think the other win is because we keep every episode, I mean, we're Podcast 419, so we're all about discipleship. The name even comes from Matthew 419, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And mm-hmm. so we're driving towards discipleship. That's where we're going. And so if, if, if you're listening and you're like, hey, man, like this is great. Like we're, we've got all this pra- these practical tools that we're covering. You're like, man, but what is discipleship? Like what does it look like? How do I do it? Like how, mm-hmm. who do I do it with? Yeah. Um, Stay tuned. Like we are having a a, a podcast come out in a couple weeks uh, to really unpack that because we want to equip them uh, to be able to participate in that as well. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You want to send them off? Yeah. So, hey, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us this week. Uh, Be sure that if you haven't done it yet, subscribe, click the bell, uh, write a review. Like we really want to be able to get this out because, again, we are trying to equip people to live out discipleship in the way that Jesus has called us to. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com.